Hello everyone and welcome to the Ace Space, the volleyball podcast brought to you by CEV. At the moment we're giving you two great episodes a week, the Ace Space podcast on a Monday and this, the unscripted special on a Friday. We have brought... Dave, you're just stealing Key's moment at the end of this podcast. You've just completely swiped it out of when the podcast come out. <laughs> yeah, that's my line, Dave. Don't take my line. <laughs> speaking, hang on, speaking of stealing moments, you've just driven a coach and horses through my intro. Uh, so, new listeners, these unscripted specials are myself, Dave Rogers, accompanied by the brilliant Key Michael and Matt Rogers, who, well, I don't mean to put too fine a point on it, Matt, but that's a yellow card. How are you, mate? <laughs> is, it, is it worth pointing out every episode we're not related, Dave? You could be cousins, at least. Because we, I, we always get surnamed, and, and I'm quite happy with just okay, Dave well, and not that, related. But when you add the surname, quite often people will just assume, won't they? Oh, yeah. And, you know, they'd see us walking down the street, two strapping young men, similar builds, both, you know, effortly charismatic. <laughs> Maybe I'll start calling myself Key Rogers, and then we can call it the, the Rogers intro. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> the Rogers gang. They'll assume, they'll assume you're the oh, wife of one of us or something. Me. Or the sister. <laughs> oh right um key heads or tails i'll go with heads it's tails this week matt tell me something good something good and you don't want a construction tip just yet um if you've got one i'll take a construction tip i'll always take a construction tip well i'm a bit disappointed actually because i spent all week looking for shingles the disease it seems there are... <laughs> <laughs> no not the disease Wooden shingles, Dave, to go on the roof. You've lost me. <laughs> You've lost me. Um, so, so you're going to have to Google it. Okay. But effectively, it's just tiles made of wood and they overlap to create the, the roof effect. And those individual things are called shingles. Okay. Um, and they're, they're made with an axe and you can cut them down. And the idea is that you obviously don't get the joins lined up. And the best thing about them is when it rains, they expand to fill the spaces and make it watertight. Oh. But anyway, everywhere in the UK seems to be out of them. So I've now got my kitchen with a felt roof, but no shingles. Oh. I mean, no no roof, no wood. Sounds like a disaster. Yeah, yeah. So, Keith, <laughs> let's, let's move on. <laughs> I've got nothing for you. I'm... So, Keith, let's just start then with your, your first ever proper podcast. I don't want to say this isn't proper, but you this week you recorded your first podcast where we've got a guest that's not Dave or I. How did that go? Oh, are we allowed to talk about that? I never know what's under wraps and what's public knowledge. Well, looking at the schedule in my mind quickly, these will be roughly out at the same moment. Okay, so you can okay. mention it. It's not a problem. <laughs> oh, it was exciting. <laughs> I had so much fun. I spoke to, I won't say she's one of my idols, but she's definitely one of the best middle blockers in the world. We had a little chit-chat with Milena Rashic. Did I pronounce that correctly? Rashic. Yes, she gave us. Uh, she gave our head of pronunciation a pronunciation lesson. <gasps> oh, so she would be like the chief of pronunciation. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I would have pronounced it Rashic, and I think I have my whole career. But yes, now I learned it's Rashic. 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 She was lovely. Yeah. Uh, she was brilliant, Matt. Like, she's so cool. Are you talking about Key or Melania? 
<laughs> yeah, I was I was so cool. I was well, so listeners, <laughs> uh, this is your excuse now to go and listen back to the entire back catalogue of the A Space podcast. As I said before, podcast Monday, the specials on a Friday. It'll either be one of these unscripted or the debate with myself, uh, James Fielden, and Dan Manili. Uh, but have a listen back to the first Milena Rasic episode and decide who I was talking about. Was it Key who was brilliant or Milena who was brilliant? Or both? Yeah, it was probably both of us. <laughs> I think we just had a great time. <laughs> we were just laughing basically the whole time. Did you feel like a spare wheel at, at times, Dave? <laughs> well, it's not It's not every day you get to have a conversation with two... Two great middle blockers. Is two, that what well, you were going to say? I was going to say two, two, great, two great middle blockers, two Champions League medalists. In fact, two players from different teams who are at the same final fours weekend where key took home a silver medal and melena took home a bronze medal to go with all the gold medals she's won as well um but yeah it was it, it was great so yeah i did feel like a, a bit of a a bit of a third wheel but what a third wheel to be no you didn't feel like a third Come wheel on. but uh yeah we we talked a lot about volleyball we bonded over some blocking techniques yeah, like having to jump in the mornings and that kind of thing. This is supposed to be a, a podcast for the fans, not a masterclass in blocking for you. <laughs> yeah, I really was. I was like, how do you do that? What What do you do? Any special training for that? What kind of strength, shoulder strength? So coming out uh, of this, Dave should now yeah. be a great middle blocker as well. Absolutely not. Oh, oh yeah. In fact, it should have been Matt that was with us, and it would have been three middle blockers. <laughs> just we we wouldn't. Oh. Have, we would have been on. It would have been the nauseest podcast. Just <laughs> oh my god, middle blocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Dave, I, what position would you be then if you're a player? Honestly, don't, don't look at the skills. What 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 do you think you'd want to be? What 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 would Dave Rogers the volleyballer be? What if I could choose any skill set? Yeah, I'd love to be a libero. Mm. Would you? Yeah. Over a setter. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've got the attention span to be a setter. <laughs> the attention um, span. I, no, I don't. I don't think. I don't think I've got the attention span to be a setter at all. So you uh, like the idea of like playing a few points, and then going and having a drink. Yeah, yeah, totally. Come but back, all, play a few more points. The, so the sports, the sports that I've played um, in the past have been sports where you know those kind of skills might be transferable. So I've played goalkeeper in football, or wicketkeeper in cricket, or I've played rugby in there they're all kind of quite quite reactive but it's important sort of what you do with your hands and where you put the ball and i uh, yeah i think i'd really enjoy playing libero well you would need to develop some skills first because <laughs> having watched you attempt having watched you attempt the the volleyball skill challenge yeah for the one more day of volleyball one more day for volleyball sorry there definitely wasn't the the natural passing platform that you would expect from a libero <laughs> but there is time still, Dave. Libra's play stopper, slightly longer. So. More of a stopper than a passer, I think. I could tip it round the post, that's for sure. <laughs> so have we even said who we're, who we're doing this week? We have got Dutch volleyball royalty this week, in so much that there's a king and a queen and, a, you know, <laughs> heirs to the throne now as well. <laughs> and, and how cute are those heirs to the throne? Oh, don't. <laughs> I'm actually so glad that she went up and grabbed the baby and brought him on camera. I was waiting for that. Yeah. <laughs> she I did mean, breastfeed though, did she, Dave? No, oh God. There, there, wasn't like, there wasn't a bit that you cut out where she stopped and did a bit of breastfeeding. No, although there on. was some heavy editing, which I'm sure you're going to allude to later, Matt. Uh, we have Maybe. Manon and Reinder, the Nermador Fleer, Fleer Nermadors. And um, 
it, again, we always talk about this, Matt. You were quite excited about this one. Uh, now, if you are new to the show, what happens is very shortly we'll play the full interview, uh, the unscripted, with uh, Manon and Reindeer. But sometimes Matt will just drop in at the start of the call before I press record to uh, just check that everything's okay. I mean, maybe there were trust issues at the beginning, but now he just, you know, he's he's taking the stabilizers off my bike and he's letting me fly solo. <laughs> but this one was particularly nice at the start because, you know, you've... Because you didn't understand anything that was Didn't understand said. it. But but your, your wife, Sonna, is Dutch, Matt, and it was quite nice for her and Manon to just sort of have a conversation in the native tongue while we sort of sat there nodding along. I understood majority of what they were talking about, not the detail. And I've got no way of confirming or denying whether that's true or not. (laughs) No, it it was nice. I mean, my my wife played for the the Dutch sitting volleyball team. I'm not sure if if I've ever declared that. Um, And and at the time when Manon was playing, she was the star in the, the volleyball team and Sonna was one of the, in my view anyway, one of the stars in the sitting volleyball team. And their paths had crossed a little bit, but they never really talked or anything. Um, and as soon as I said we were doing Manon, I said, do you want to have a, a quick chat with her? And so, yeah, I, I came back on the call, having not been on many calls for a while. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was it was nice. And I know my wife, yeah, really, really enjoyed it. And, yeah, I think, I wouldn't say they've become friends, but certainly Facebook friends following that. So, um, yeah. Um, so yeah, and there was some heavy editing, but I I will talk about that later, Dave. I want to see if you bring it up first. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's crack on with it then. This was a this was a really interesting one because two stellar careers. The majority of people we've spoken to with the unscripted series have still got skin in the game. They're either still playing or uh, are still coaching. Of course, uh, Reindeer is still coaching, but with so much to talk about with their playing careers and their family life and sort of the different directions they've gone in, I really, really enjoyed this one. So without further ado, let's listen to Unscripted with Manon and Reindeer. Manon Fleer and Reindeer Nermador, Netherlands Volleyball Royalty. Reindeer, an Olympian with European goals, both indoor and beach, Manon, a European Championship MVP who starred in Netherlands, Italy, Japan and Azerbaijan. Now their playing days are over, they have a great life with a great family. So I called to check in and find out more. Hi guys, can you hear me? Hey. Yeah, perfect. Ah, yes. <laughs> oh, I love it when it works. Um, so I'm giving you a call because... These are weird times, uh, and I'm just checking in to make sure you guys are doing all right and to, to spread a bit of love and positivity. So with so much going on, how are you guys holding up? Oh, we, we are kind of busy at home, uh, in and around the house, actually. Uh, we have uh, every day a lot of uh, yeah, small things to do, tasks, and, uh, and we got two young kids, so busy enough, actually. Yeah, I suppose a, a little bit of time at home is uh, is a welcome thing. Because what what's the youngest now? Like six months? Would is life too different now to what it what it would have been anyway with the little one around? Yeah, Daniel is uh, six months now. Um, we're already quite used to the fact that we have two now. You know, we have a family of four, and um, I think also because we are home now, we have a lot of 
like uh, straight schedules. Like usually, Peter has has to adapt to if Milou needs to school uh, to go to school, or Reiner's working, or I'll be going somewhere. But now we're stick to us, yeah, stick to our houses, and uh, yeah, it's it's normal. It's getting normal for us. Yeah. Getting used to it, actually. Yeah. Oh, it's it's never normal for a life of two pro athletes in a house. There's no such thing as normal. <laughs> um, how how different is it though? Now you're a you're a family of four. It must have been sort of five six years ago. So frantic with the with the peer review. Has it is it still frantic or is it calmed down a little bit? Uh, Rainer's life was pretty uh, pretty hectic. He's an assistant uh, head coach of the beach volleyball guys, so he's traveling a lot. Um, yeah. uh, so that's the same actually like what you were used to do yeah so I was still busy till um, what was it uh, I came back from a tournament in Doha actually <coughs> and uh, the day after um, when we came back it was like uh, almost semi lockdown first in Holland mm -hmm. uh, but from that moment on I didn't go to work anymore And uh, it's a while since you've been away if you weren't back home now, where would you be in the world? Do you know? Uh, I'm, I'm getting to put a pacifier back. Actually, yeah, <laughs> I, I lost a little bit track of it, but uh, what was the plan? We had Mexico after, uh, and then China, but I don't, maybe it was in between Mexico and China now, yeah. And how are you, how are you finding it? Is there, is there anything you sort of you sort of disappointed? Does it feel like unfinished business in terms of the beach volleyball, or are you kind of just happy to be home with your your wife and your kids and having uh, this valuable yeah. time? It's a little bit two sided. Like mm -hmm. I'm I'm frustrated, uh, but more for the for the guys for the players. So we work with the two men teams yeah. uh, because we had working uh, the whole winter uh, on on new stuff, uh, new things to to uh, implement in in the game. And uh, we were very eager to see how that would uh, how that would uh, go in the, in the tournaments, and, uh, and we played only one tournament, and then uh, there was a complete lockdown. So, and now probably we have to wait till we have another winter and another months of months of training, uh, which is um, uh, yeah, especially I think for the guys uh, very frustrating because uh, yeah, they were eager to play, and now uh, they have to. To, yeah, to train again. Victor, oh, there's the there's the man of the house. Look, got yeah. the pacifier back in. Yeah, he's tired, but not ready to sleep. I think, but probably he will be in a couple of minutes. He'll be fast asleep there, listening to me making him <laughs> nod off, sing him a little lullaby. I am not singing him a little lullaby. Um, <laughs> we do. So, are you are you glad to have him home a little bit more at the moment then? Definitely, definitely. We planned a holiday in the, the first week of April, mm. uh, but unfortunately, yeah, we had to cancel that, or that was cancelled <laughs> for us. Uh, and at first, I was kind of disappointed by it, but of course, you know, it's uh, it's yeah, it's better for everyone. Uh, and then I thought, I thought like, oh, it's just what I want because the weather here is good. We the whole family is together. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we have a lot of free time, so. I don't miss the, the holiday. Where were you supposed to be going? Portugal. Oh, beautiful part of the world. But yeah, you live in a beautiful part of the world too. I've been there, but never for a holiday. So, uh, yeah. So you mentioned, you mentioned family there. And um, in the UK, we have got this 
perhaps slightly false uh, image of the Dutch being one big, massive, happy family, simply because the only time we see you in groups is during sports tournaments. And it doesn't matter what the sport is, there is an orange army just, just bringing the party of the most enthusiastic supporters. If we can start to take a little bit of a trip down, down memory lane there, um, you've both performed and, and had success in front of those supporters and that big orange family. What's that like? Yeah, it reminds you of home, maybe. And um, I think it all started with soccer matches, mm. and uh, and obviously it's a it's not a not a big crowd like with soccer. But um, when uh, fans in orange come to watch your games and, and the tournament, it's, it reminds you of um, like. So, so, a supportive group of people for for uh, for sports and yeah always give me a home feeling or something mm -hmm. yeah are they different in different environments so so like whether it's beach volleyball or indoor volleyball do you still get that sort of same love from them yeah yeah definitely and um yeah, it's it's just uh, I think in the national indoor team you played more yeah, in front of the home crowd, but in uh, beach volleyball it was only once a year I, th I think that we that we had uh, really uh, one tournament in uh, for our home crowd. So I, I always was looking uh, very much forward to it, uh, especially with family and friends around. That, that's that's for me the main, and that and that gives the what Manon said maybe the home home feeling, the homecoming feeling, and uh, if you're traveling always and then. Uh, all parts of the world and then you can one tournament you have at home you stay uh, close to your family and uh, uh, yeah it's just a really great feeling to play for uh, for the home crowd. Is, do you think there'll ever be a stage with the kids uh, this is leading on to something by the way where you think you might watch some home videos of when you when you guys were players? Yeah that's that's something we would like to do. Yeah okay but we so haven't, far we haven't no. done it yet. Maybe Milo is understanding it a bit by now. Okay. But obviously Daniel's way too young. Right, so um, I've got some videos. Who would like to go first? Ladies first. Ladies first. I want you to tell me sort of how they make you feel, if they make you feel anything at all. But also I'd be interested in uh, getting the other person's kind of opinion on them because I believe most of them at least are from before you were together. So let's give these ones a go. Let's start with... It must have been a really, really long time. Because we are so long together. <laughs> so I think this one was from, from the 2009 European Championship final yeah. where you were the MVP. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but we, we knew, were, each, we we knew were each other already. before you We were not married yet, but... Oh, wow. Those are close-ups. <laughs> This is finals against uh, Italy, yeah. I think. That wasn't such a. Yeah, that, great was, match. that was what he said. It's the final. When was the last time you saw any of this footage? Oh my God, this is years ago. I can't, I can't remember. I think the last time I saw something was somebody that put something on YouTube of me, like a compilation of some actions. <laughs> and this is wow, this is crazy. But it's really nice to see it, actually. It's. It seems like a lifetime ago, you know, especially now when, when life changes that much with, uh, Poland, huh? with the family. Yeah, this is uh, Wuch, I think it was. Yeah. I can't believe he sent me a video where 
I know you got MVP, but you lost the game. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, it wasn't was that bad. It's no problem. It's just nice to see the, me being on the court, you know. Happy memories? Yeah, happy memories. Even when we lost, it's a happy memory. Okay, next, next video. Oof. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is really, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that is really long time ago. You were like... When well, my first Olympics, yeah, first Olympics. So how did it feel when you got selected for that Olympic team then, Sydney 2000? Uh, yeah, it, it, uh, the selection, uh, to be honest, was was already in an early stage, but the, I remember very well that we qualified because it was a hard struggle because we, uh, we as Netherlands, as the Netherlands, we had won the Olympics in Atlanta, 96. So we had a, yeah, a big, almost a big burden to carry, how do you say it, yeah. To, uh, and we were in trouble qualifying actually for Sydney. Uh, and and we, we managed to do it in the last tournament, the last possibility in France, where we had to beat uh, uh, three teams to, to go to these Olympics. And when we finally did uh, qualify, we were, uh, our level increased a lot because there was a lot of pressure coming off. And uh, I think we, uh, yeah, we, actually we, we played a pretty good Olympics, yeah. Too bad we lost in the quarters to uh, Yugoslavia that time and they won the gold. Yeah. Is the Olympics like the pinnacle for the both of you? Do you think the Olympics is the, the sort of the main shining light for, for volleyball as a sport and beach volleyball? I always had the ambition to, uh, yeah. to qualify. I missed out on uh, a bunch of them. But um, yeah, I, but I never have regrets. You know, it's not that... Um, um, yeah, I, I don't really have the major feeling that uh, my career lacks uh, uh, attending the Olympics. Mm. But um, yeah, it would have been nice to also um, experience that, such a big worldwide event. And everybody is talking always about the Olympics, you know. How, yeah. do you, how do you look at each other's careers then? Do you, were you ever like critical of each other when it was going well, compliment, sorry, critical when it wasn't going well, or, or, or complimentary when it was going well? Or did you kind of keep them a little bit separate, like family life is here and career life is here? Uh, Manon is, I think Manon was more, could really easily uh, uh, switch between volleyball and private life. Or, yeah. Uh, and I'm more more into the game, and I analyze a lot after a game. And uh, yeah, we sometimes were funny. I learned that uh, during uh, uh, during our relationship that uh, that I sh I should just shut up after a game and not talk. <laughs> I was watching all her games when I was watching her games, and I had to say always like, "Yeah, you should do this. You should do that." And, she was like, okay, I, I'm already done. Uh, let's go out for dinner. And then <laughs> we just, we just I'm went. And I'm not the analyst, you know, the analyst. Yeah. There was the coach in me already. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's probably the reason why you're doing so well at what you do now. But uh, did you have to say to him, Manon, you're like, you're not my coach. Can we just do something else, please? <laughs> Yeah, and sometimes I also, I, I, I did like it, you know, like to, uh, to talk about it a bit, you know, but he can go really, he can dive deep into 
Okay, I, I switch on the lights because it's a little bit getting dark here. <laughs> no, that's cool. Yeah, he's just right. getting uh, too far for me, you know. But right. Um, right, while he's gone, you can say what you want. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I, but I do, I do uh, respect that, you know. And yeah. so, and uh, but I, I think that's also why he's a, a great trainer, a great mm -hmm. coach. And I would never be. I'm, I'm more uh, like, um, I play on what I feel, what I, what I see at the moment, and. Obviously, I also have to analyze and work on uh, the stuff that I can do better. So it's it's you can't do without analyzing. Mm. But uh, I could easily switch from my playing mode to you know like uh, private or family mode or whatever. Um, yeah, that's that's the difference between us. <laughs> and but I usually like. Uh, um, yeah, so switching switching subject like I uh, when people ask she's me about she's not into sports at all. Uh, uh, for me, it's so it's, it's always has been a mystery why she was so good at playing volleyball because she doesn't look any any volleyball match on TV. She doesn't look. Wow. She's not. Uh, I am. I'm a completely uh, sports freak. Like I, I like to watch all sports on television and. But she I never. Do she never uh, I don't. I also but don't miss volleyball. It's all good. So, did, did you say you don't? You don't miss volleyball. I don't miss volleyball. No. How interesting! No, it was just such a big part of my life, and I, yeah, I, I didn't really know anything else. Mm. Obviously, I also did a lot of different things. But then, you know, when it was, when I decided that it was the end, I just switched it, and I, well, I never miss it. I think also for Manon, the transition from the from her career to, let's say, normal life uh, was, a, was an easy one, I think, mm -hmm. for her. And you hear a lot of athletes struggling uh, after their careers. What, from what, and also for me, it was uh, way harder, I think, than for Manon. <laughs> I'm really happy uh, that I found what I, uh, a job like uh, what I'm doing now because I'm really happy with it, but uh, it took some time. Mm -hmm. Do you think? Uh, do you think a lot of that is because you're a, because you're a sports person and because you're in that sort of rarefied air as the as the elite? Um, it's being the master of your own destiny and being able to make your own decisions. Like when it's time to stop playing, you make the decision, not yeah, somebody you else. Should be you also should be lucky a bit to make to be able to make the decision yourself because. A lot of people are also forced to make a decision, you know, with an injury or maybe with a, you didn't get the, the cut, you know, you're you're um, you're, you're not, not not part of the selection. Um, so at one point, yeah, I was lucky to make my own decision, and uh, at that moment it was really hard, really. But um, uh, yeah, after I just I, the only thing I can do is look back on a. On great career that's what I think and obviously there's also some things that I missed out on like Olympics or maybe a medal uh, stuff like that but overall I think you know I find myself blessed that I was able to yeah to to be doing such a great job you know and then it wasn't even feeling like a job but it was a job and yeah yeah yeah, it's it's mad to think of it as a job, isn't it? <laughs> Just yeah. absolutely crazy traveling, traveling the world with a bunch of amazing people, yeah. achieving yeah. amazing things. Definitely. Okay, next next video time. This is unreal. World champs. This is a quarter. This is the world champs in Holland. Yeah, uh, quarter final. Oh. No, not quarter final. 
Yes, quarterfinal, sorry. Quarterfinal. World Champs 2015 in The Hague. Yeah, it was an amazing rally, yeah. It's the Numeter backflip. <laughs> self not, not my words. <laughs> no, other people. Not mine too, but I like them. This was against yeah, Hayden uh, yeah. who is still playing, by the way. It's amazing that big feet like that can make such strong <laughs> 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 yeah. beach, uh, uh, beach volleyball feet. He's making a lot of uh, meters. You, yeah. you, you wish you were that fast? Definitely. <laughs> 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 hard to look at, hard to look at. Oh, oh yes. You'll never be that good. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's uh, the event that I will never ever forget in my life because it was a home crowd making the final at the World Champs. Also the way, of course, we lost the final, which was very uh, bitter, but um, therefore, therefore, maybe you will, I will remember it for the rest of my life, but it was, it was amazing um, atmosphere the whole week. The, the weather was good, which is uh, not always uh, the case in Holland, uh, especially for, for a long uh, period of time. So. Uh, yeah, full crowd, and uh, I remember I stayed with Manon, and uh, we stayed in uh, like a bed and breakfast. Airbnb. Airbnb, we, yeah. We had a yeah. We you were not staying in the hotel with all the other players. No. But, uh, we uh, we no did our own apartment. No kids yeah. yet, so it's good times. Oh, you didn't hear that, no. huh? No, no, it's English. We're talking English. You know? EMFs, EMFs. Did you hear that? Um, right okay i've got one i've got one last video just let me find it what on earth is going on here oh this is a commercial oh this yeah this is uh, yeah. our uh, our sponsor it's uh how do you say this in english yeah um uh, uh, companies that um they take care of uh, the, the the funerals. The funerals, yeah. Undertaker. Yeah. Yeah, it's Taylor an Undertaker an company. And so, I'm about <laughs> I'm about to serve I'm about to serve a uh, uh, yeah because actually when it looks it looks like we're playing Germany but we're playing our other uh, team so it's only Dutch players but for the commercial they made it like that. And I'm making an, uh, I'm doing surf, I'm making an ace, and I'm watching the, the, the tribute stands, you know, to see if my dad's there, but there's an empty chair. Yeah, I'm not right now. And, it feels like a, and now you're laughing like this, you know, it's like a horrible script. But at the moment, you know, it seemed pretty, pretty okay. Was the main sponsor? Yeah. Oh my goodness me. I the national television. Uh, like, it doesn't happen a lot, you know, with a volleyball, uh, to have a commercial. I mean, there was me thinking, I mean, that is an amazing, like, super cool thing to, to star in a commercial, like, to be the one player that's selected. Yeah. But then you tell me it's for a funeral director. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. Again, though, that's, that, that's, like, quite a, a cool lot of thing, people isn't it? Ask me, a lot of, at the time, a lot of people asked me if it was my dad playing what? that part. Was it? No. Oh, okay. No, that would have been weird also. Yeah, that would have been so weird. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be back. <laughs> no, no, you take your time. No worries. Number two. Ah, oh, goodness. Trying, yeah. Attempt number two. How do the how do the highs differ between indoor volleyball and beach volleyball? Are the highs still as high, or or is it just success is success? 
Uh, yeah, success. It's the same for me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I mean, uh, uh, in maybe in in beach volleyball you you play every week. In the summertime you almost play every week a tournament. So most of the weeks there is always a, a disappointment. Like mm. you, 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 yeah. Or you win the tournament or you lose uh, some uh, somewhere along the road. Um, but uh, you also have every week a chance to win a tournament. I think it's a little bit different than indoors, and and it feels and and, and the big difference is that you you're only with two players on the beach, so yeah. it feels more like your own uh, your own achievement almost. It's almost like a one against one. If, well, that if they serve you all the time, uh, it's like uh, you play almost by. Of course, you play with your partner, but it's almost one on one. Well, that was what I was going to ask you then. Was one of your sort of factors in, in making the decision to go from one to the other? Because playing beach, you almost have to take, well, not almost, you do have to take more responsibility for yourself. Because with indoor, like the coach picks the team, the coach creates the roster. Whereas mm. with beach, as you say, there's, there's just the two of you. You have to find the perfect synergy and then the coach and then... Maybe you have to play with a little bit of an injury one week because if you don't play, then, you know, you don't win and you don't get any money and, and you've got all those decisions that you've got to make. So do you think the fact that you can take a little bit more ownership over your career is one of the reasons why you, you chose to be a beach player? Oh, yeah, definitely. And, uh, yeah, there, there are more factors, like, uh, but that's one of them. And, uh, yeah, more, more more ball contacts, more freedom on the court. You, you have a only with two players on, on the whole court and you can more you can play more on your um, intuition mm. you can you can see the whole court and run the whole court down it's it's uh, yeah that's what what I like the most I think of the game what do you think is more demanding on the body I suppose both of you can answer, uh, answer indoors for me okay yeah but I had more problems yeah, with, yeah. Uh, with beach volleyball but maybe also because of the age because I was yeah, older, yeah. I had more back problems, and yeah, I I found it really hard to move in the sand compared to when I had <laughs> hard floor. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? You're so used to putting one foot in front of the other, and then all of a sudden the ground disappears from under you. Yeah. <laughs> like, they just rely on the uh, you know automatic pilot. That was with, during volleyball. It was so easy. Like the more years you were playing, it was you could rely on your automatic pilot. But now with beach volleyball. And maybe also because of getting back after a uh, um, pregnancy was maybe harder. Uh, yeah, I found it really hard. Was that always the plan then, to go back after pregnancy, or did you just uh, think? So, well, I was like, okay, I'll just see how everything goes, um, like how I how I felt after after giving birth. Mm -hmm. uh, but the plan actually was going back. To indoor volleyball okay but i always kind of had the dream like hmm, would have been would be nice to just see how beach volleyball would turn out for me and then i uh, i was called by um, marlene van Iersel. she gave me a, a ring and i was like yeah that's actually cool you know it's uh it's quite an adventure and we had really had to think about it because you know we also had a, a baby a young daughter um but um yeah, I never regretted it. I just played for one year, one, yeah, one year. But um, yeah, in the end it was, for me, it felt too hard to combine with family life and the struggles I had um, being physical, strong enough. And also like family-wise, you know, it's, it's, 
when you're away, you know, it's harder to take care of a kid, you yes. know. And yeah. For me, maybe it's easier than for Reinder. So, um, yeah. So the combination made me maybe decide to say, okay, it's been enough. <laughs> uh, right. So, are you, to, serious question, are you too competitive now with each other? You're more. Okay. I'm not really, no. Okay. Sometimes I wish I was, but I'm 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 kind of a atypical uh, athlete. Yeah, <laughs> pro athlete, atypical pro athlete. Yeah. She doesn't even want to play ping pong with me. She doesn't. No way. Does that does that frustrate you though? Would you like the opportunity ah, to win yeah. sometimes or lose sometimes? Rainer, it frustrates Rainer. Yeah. yeah know, but but, but she's no competition. I wish I oh. had a little more. But no, no, and that's also what I feel. So I just, uh, no, I, I prefer to do other things. I, I also started playing golf. But, oh, did uh, you? Uh, well, a bit. He was playing golf, and I was like, okay, I need my, uh, my, uh, my license. Golf license. Okay. Who's the, who's the better player? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, but it's, it's, uh, it's just not, uh, it's just not working between us because then I, <laughs> I try to coach her again. He's analyzing it. <laughs> we get only we get only uh, arguments and, all the time. And so. I can play for fun, you know. I, I just have my license to play for fun to enjoy the nature and uh, the, the weather, but he uh, doesn't even see it. So uh, I just see the ball in the hole. Oh, totally. And <laughs> do, do you do you talk to the ball when it's in the air as well? No. Oh, uh, I do. I talk to the ball. I'm like, yeah, just a little bit more. Go on, go on. Just yeah, just bite, 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 bite. <laughs> <laughs> I talk to all the demons in my head. Oh, of course. Uh, do you know, there'll be two kinds of people watching this, you know, like you'll, you'll have the one kind who are like, oh my God, like he's, he's a world-class coach and he's, he's just going to coach you and you don't want that and I can't believe it. And there'll be the other type of people like, yeah, dude, just don't coach your wife. <laughs> no. So that's why we never play together and it's, 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 it's better. Yeah, well, yeah. I think we will, we will find our way. When we get really old. The, so the thing with um, the thing with my girlfriend and I is I'm sports crazy and she's not she's not really into sports at all. But the only sports we do together, she's better than me, and it's <sighs> so she's a we ski together um, and we swim together, and I'm a terrible swimmer and a terrible skier, and she's great at both. Like we could pick any other sport in the world, like any other sport, and I'd be like, yeah, I. But no, the only two we do are the two where she just annihilates me. And it's, it's, it's good. It's good. Yeah, yeah, really good, mate. Really good. Glad good you. Yeah. Yeah. Skiing is a good one, actually. But, you know, what it's been we, a while uh, that we actually yeah, went on you, holiday. You would beat me easily. That's true. Just into sport. It's a good sport, though. You beat me in cooking as well. Yeah. Well, that's it. But that's good for him also. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Where's my advantage? I'll be honest. It it very much sounds like you both win. Right, guys. I am going to to leave you to it because it is Monday evening and you finally got the kids to bed. uh, So you can have a little bit of time to yourselves now. But thank you so much for having a chat with me. This has been absolutely lovely uh, see you guys on the other side in the meantime just stay safe look after yourselves and looking forward yeah me too me too see you later bye-bye bye-bye well man on and reindeer uh, what a lovely family i felt as though i got to know them but matt how did we end up with uh, with the two of them in the first place well um, 
I'll be honest, we were in discussions with Manon about being your co-commentator, Dave, for the Super yes, Finals. That's and right. um yeah, so those discussions obviously wound up once we, we knew the season was to begin with on hold and then eventually postponed uh, sorry, eventually cancelled. Um and I just said as a as a as a kind of side remark, you know, there's other things we could do. How about an unscripted? And she didn't respond for about a week. <laughs> Um, but as a parent, that's probably because she was busy. I'm aware, I'm aware that, that that is, yeah, that, well, that would have been what happened. Um, and then she said, yeah, sure, you know, up for it. And I just said casually, is, is it something you, you'd rather do on your own or is uh, Rinder going to join? And she was like, of course he's joining. <laughs> so I do hope that he joined off on his own free will and it wasn't like a wife-husband thing where she said, hey, <laughs> this evening we're talking to Dave. Um, but, you know, I thought they were great. And I, I always think it's good that we don't always do like the current stars. We yeah. do some players that are in different stages of their career. And, and yeah, they've obviously had vastly different careers, different sports predominantly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think there was a great mix as a pair, but also in the kind of bigger picture with Unscripted. Key, um You've got a lot less volleyball in front of you than there is behind you. Um, That's beautifully said, Dave. Uh, it's very <laughs> obvious that you've got two people there who've had stellar playing careers indoors and on the beach and who've both taken very different paths despite the fact that they're you know, together and, and married but very different paths after hanging them up. But they're both really enjoying their lives. Does that sort of make you feel pretty positive about the fact that there is a, a great life to be had after volleyball, no matter what direction you take? Uh, well, I don't think I'm exaggerating if I say this might have been my favorite episode of Unscripted ever. <laughs> and Crikey. not only because of their energy and the content and the people, but because I really felt like I learned from Manon what life can look like after volleyball. Because I don't know, I'm a little bit I suppose as most athletes are, I'm a little bit afraid to retire and what does like life look like after that? Do you lose your identity? But the way that she describes it kind of sounds like, no, that was a part of my life. That was amazing. And now that's finished. And now this is a new chapter of my life. And this is equally amazing. And it sounds like she doesn't regret anything at all. So I have high hopes for the future. <laughs> it was awesome to hear. So you think that's your favorite key? Same question to number two, Dave. What's your favourite unscripted like, so far? It's like asking you to choose who's your favourite child, Matt. <laughs> well, find a way to answer it. I've got, I've taken different things from all of them. And what I will say is that every time um, I've ended the call, I've been in a brilliant mood. <laughs> so <laughs> so there, are some, there are some people where I've just got this amazing energy and this optimism from. There are some people who I've spoken to where the the enormity of their um I don't know their status within the game or society has kind of hit me and I've thought oh that's uh that that really is something quite special there is there are some where I've where I've ended the call and I've thought you know what they're a really good person or they're a really they're a really kind person and the feeling I got from from these two is that they've just got really great lives that they're that they're happy with and they're they're content with but they're still really optimistic uh, about the future and and maybe the the best is yet to come where which when you think about everything that they have achieved both in terms of their professional sports career but also kind of their family life uh, I think that's uh, that that's quite amazing really when you think that we've got all these brilliant years ahead of us still 
So Brizard then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Briz- Brizard wasn't good at. But like, think about, think about the people that we've we've spoken to, like that we've that we've had access to. And I suppose Matt, you are pretty much the the person who's been the driving force behind making this happen. But just just these two alone, like, sort of, Rinder was a an Olympian for two decades, or you know, Bruno, who is one of the biggest names in Brazilian sport. And when you think in Brazil as a whole and, and who they, and the, the sort of level of athlete that they <clears throat> churn out into the world and Igonu and Hack and as you mentioned, Brizard there, there's just all of these people. It's been, it's been quite remarkable really. So back to the Dutchies. Tell you what was interesting is that you know they're very obviously content in uh, in married life and and with the kids and that lovely home that uh, that they talked to me from, but there was a little bit of a glint in their eye when they sort of talked about the times before kids, right? I know that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> it's a feeling of freedom. <laughs> Tell us, Matt. Tell it's us about it. Feeling of freedom. It, it's all just around choosing, like a hundred percent what you do with mm. your time and that just that just goes it was the it was the evening and i think i said to dave at the time or no, it was after mm. we recorded wasn't it dave i said that moment when you put the kids down it is kind of like a <laughs> and when i say put the kids down yeah, i don't know lethal injections i mean i mean put yeah. the kids into bed when you put the kids into bed there is like like <sighs> yeah wow another day done so yeah i, I can <laughs> totally imagine that that feeling and going straight onto a camera at that moment is probably the worst but we hoped it would be the best in yeah. terms of their availability and, so. and they were they were great it was such a nice chat i mean as i said to you at the top of the show because of sort of kids disappearing in and out of bed and a few things happening i mean we were we were on the call for a long time and had to sort of cut it down and, and make it work because uh you know, when a kid will come down the stairs crying, and Manon will run off, and then right then it'll be Rinder's turn, and <laughs> and it was yeah, there were there were challenges, but but hopefully it all it all came together and, and gave you a real sort of sort of insight. What kind of things did you cut, Dave? Just mainly sort of silence. There was a, as I said, there was a bit of uh, bit of noise that the kids yeah. were making, and just needed to make it flow. Really, made some professional production decisions. Because when I sent the episode, as we always do, to the players and the stars, just for them to have a watch, you know, the first watch key, I'm sure you would, you'd want to do this, wouldn't you? If you were on a, a feature like Unscripted, you get the first watch. That's, that's fair enough, and we understand that. The response I got was, it's great, thank you so much. Followed by, too bad, Dave's lullaby had to be cut off. <laughs> oh no, Dave, you denied the people your lullaby. All right, come on. Give it to us now, then. Oh, <laughs> it'll just—it'll just be one of those one of those urban myths, one of those. <laughs> okay, so how do we get hold of this footage, Matt, forever. and how do we make it public? <laughs> Where can I find these files? <laughs> he's got it. He's—he's he's got it. Unfortunately, I'm not, I'm not sure I have. I'm not sure I have. Well, I'm not sure it even happened. No. <laughs> what song was it, Dave? No, I can't. I don't even think it happened. <laughs> <laughs> so you're calling Manon a liar. No, oh God, don't you, don't you <laughs> twist my words. Do not twist my words. Uh, no, I can't remember. I just sang a lullaby. I'm Welsh. I'm Welsh. Was it a Welsh lullaby? Welsh. 
No, good God, no, and terrify <laughs> the poor child. Although there are th- one of the things, so people from England often struggle with Dutch pronunciations because of the the throaty sounds. There are quite a lot of throaty sounds in Welsh as well. I certainly can't speak any Dutch, but I give it a good go. Go on then. How's yours? No, I've, well, mate, I'm, I haven't got a crystal ball. I can't just magic some Dutch words. <laughs> <laughs> Netherlands is need so macalic. Yeah, exactly that. Netherlands what did you just order? Somatic. Dutch is not so easy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> My favourite Dutch word is lekker, which you would lekker. use normally as it's nice, but you would use it usually for food. Like delicious. Oh, yeah, yeah, same in German. Lekker. Yeah, lekker. Mm. No, I, I just love I love the, the whole Dutch approach to sport because they really come together. Okay. And you've seen it in Formula One, the impact that uh, Moksh Verstappen has had on the sport is incredible. Um, I also think it was fascinating the dynamic of their relationship because they are two completely different people and she was very much talented and did sport and he just loves sport yeah yeah he's he still lives for it obviously lives for it as well yeah maybe that's another reason why I was so fascinated by this episode and by Manon because her attitude towards the game sounds a little bit like myself when I used to play or when I play I also don't think really about the analytics. I don't think about the stats. Obviously, it's a necessary evil, but I just I prefer to just play on feeling. Yeah, and then uh, once the game is over, okay, done. I'm not really going to think about it that much more. Just just, just uh, figure understand. out what we're having for dinner. This would be like Key and Dan Manili being married. Wait. <laughs> Wait, what? Huh? Hang you've, on a second. You've sec. got a super fan and you've got talented woman don't who did volleyball start for, rumors. for a job. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, we've got the power of the editors. My last name's well. already we Rogers, really... remember? Can't be Anne Manili too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. P. Rogers married to Dan Manili. Yeah, anyway. What's uh, What's interesting as well is her is her attitude to her career. Where obviously she achieved a remarkable amount and put in some stellar performances that you know players and fans alike will remember for for many many years. But there are some things that that some people might look upon as omissions so the olympic games for example but she does not seem affected by that at the time and you you were involved in the sport back then matt and and you kind of knew her and people around her and in the build-up to to the rio olympics you kind of were well you'd spoken to her and people around her about not playing so just tell us a little bit about that yeah so the the qualification tournament in ankara um, the same place where I saw Agonu uh, play for the first oh, time, yes. like in the last episode. Um, Manon was there, but she wasn't playing. And at the time, she was like one of the stars of the team, and, and there was quite a bit of a, a hoo-ha about why she's not playing, but she's still there. And, and I can remember thinking there's something that we don't know here. And I didn't know whether it was a serious injury, because you know, everyone, everyone was saying, oh, she's just got an injury, she can't play. Um, I didn't know whether it was a serious injury, or whether it was something else like non-volleyball related. And I didn't really think about pregnancy, but that's what it was. And yeah, so... She cle- <laughs> that would have been my first guess. Would it? Really? Yeah, maybe that's, a, maybe that's a female's first guess. I just wouldn't have thought, and this goes in line with what you're saying, Dave, I wouldn't have thought a player who I would have assumed wanted to play at the Olympics would be pregnant at that time when you're trying to qualify mm. for an Olympics. Maybe it oh, wasn't playing. I'm not, I'm well, not no, getting stuck so, into that. No way. No, we can, Dave. We can. Because as part of this research, I found an interview with a Dutch TV programme 
in Dutch and I listened to it. I think I understood it <laughs> and I verified it with my wife and they confirmed <laughs> it was a planned pregnancy. They, they basically said, no, priority at this time in our life is, is obviously to start a family. Right. And oh, if we really? qualify, it means I, I won't be able to play, but we don't know if I will qualify yet. So therefore we will take the option of the family. So yeah, from the start, they've said planned pregnancy and, and it was chosen over the possibility to play at the games. To be fair, Rinder has played at enough Olympics for the pair of them. <laughs> that's true. Um, that's true. I mean, that's yeah. that's and remarkable what he did, really. Two sports yeah. as well. You've got to remember Absolutely. that. Two decades, two sports, and at the very yeah. top. You know, there's been other yeah. players, Manon included, who who has moved to one sport and it's not quite worked out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he he achieved in both sports. Mm-hmm. And that dig that you showed, oh, Dave. Oh my God. Yeah, how he got that back. Yeah. I mean, me at the age of 18 wouldn't have got that anywhere near it. And there's him, and he was probably 40 at the time. Yeah. Got um, the, yeah. So we, we cut it out of the of the edit so they could watch it, and there wasn't too much going on. But it's worth watching the clip. It is on YouTube, and uh, our good friend Clayton was on commentary for it. And it was just a series of superlatives because so much happened in that rally. I thought his head was going to explode by the end of it. It's just <laughs> such a such a lovely bit of broadcasting. But sometimes, you know, when you're commentating, you do your utmost to sort of be descriptive and expressive. But every now and then, just a noise speaks more than any words possibly could because you just you just express yourself. And and when that happens, how on earth do you sum it up? It's just just absolutely staggering skill level but it's those moments that are the ones that people remember isn't it yes. it's the ones where the commentators lose their head and, and it's gone off script yeah uh, can we all agree that motherhood is treating Manon very well <laughs> yes I think we can all agree I mean she's always been beautiful but she does look particularly glowing and glamorous uh, yes motherhood is suiting her the advert. Oh yes, um, Matt, you you can speak a bit of Dutch. Did you know what they were advertising? I mean, I had an idea because I could sort of follow the storyline of the advert. But did you see the look on my face when she told me that it was for a funeral director's? Yeah, because you started to laugh. <laughs> <I was> just... <laughs> <laughs> um, so funny, the funny thing here, obviously, my wife played in the same kit as Manon, yep. the, the Dutch shirt with Dela. Um, and that is the, the the brand that I associate with, with my wife and playing Sydney Volleyball. Never knew that was a funeral director's. Didn't didn't know it until I watched the advert, and then I thought of thought it was something to do with that. And then obviously, Sonic well, complained. I thought I thought it must have been maybe like insurance, and it was life insurance or something like that. But there were just so many things. Firstly, the idea of a funeral director having a, a commercial on primetime television is wild. And then using a volleyball player to front that commercial is actually quite amazing for our sport. And, you know, you you put two and two together. She's in, like, full theatrical makeup, but in her volleyball jersey. It's all just... (laughs) And also the fact that they put the Dutch players in the German kit for the TV advert as well. Just the whole thing is just so much fun. Yeah, I, oh, I had no idea. Yeah, it, it was it was a bit of a shock to me, Dave, but I didn't learn on camera. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got something else I'd like to raise because I've been in that position. I feel for Rinder for his conversations after the matches. <laughs> what because do you mean? That was that was me and my wife. Like I'd want to talk about it, and you know, 
and it would just be like, oh, it's finished, move on. Don't want you, just get, get over it. Like, because I'm, I'm divulging more about my past here, but so I was the performance director of the British team while my wife was playing for a Dutch okay. team, and our relationship started slowly, and, and then eventually we got together, but we stayed in those roles for the sh first part of our, our relationship. So I was, at, at times, on the opposite team to her, um, at fairly high level competitions like the sitting volleyball version of Giovanni and Baja yeah. and afterwards I'd want to I'd want to talk about it a little bit and she just didn't <laughs> she didn't want to talk about it and I'd say you know well, how did it feel or did, and she'd be like oh, I just served an ace it was no problem what, what's the fuss <laughs> and I'd be like yeah but you were amazing and, and you stopped us winning or whatever <laughs> I can understand her you once it's done it's done you, you don't want to rehash it all night long you want to go and get pizza or something <laughs> But I did, I did love their dynamic, though. It, it was very clear, very clear. They've got a good way of dealing with the pressures and, and the, <laughs> the challenges of being two athletes. Um, unfortunately, obviously, they've never played each other because judging by what they were saying, it wouldn't go so well if they played each other in a real competitive uh, professional <laughs> environment rather than their family environment. <laughs> Should we wrap it up, Dave? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Matt, your, your final thoughts. Uh, just a lovely family and and they've set up a lovely life for themselves and and they deserve everything they've got and so uh, yeah wish them all the happiness and hopefully we'll get a commentating next year at a, a big event sometime soon dave <laughs> and i'm really happy that i got a little insight into life after volleyball but mainly i just want to hear your lullaby so we're gonna have to figure <laughs> out how to get that <laughs> I, re I reckon it was baba black sheep no 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 it would be more soothing than that because i was twinkle, trying to send them a little twinkle, into sleep twinkle, anyway. star, how i wonder key why don't you tell us when the podcast comes out <laughs> it it comes out on mondays and fridays <laughs> and finally matthew what is the hashtag <laughs> There's no way of getting a hashtag into a nursery rhyme. <laughs> oh, come on, man. <laughs> we were doing so well. Yeah, anyway, so no nursery rhyme for me, Dave, but the hashtag is Let Volleyball Talk. Yes, it is. Still two episodes a week, Mondays and Fridays. You know how it works. Like, subscribe, leave us a review, and also get in touch as well. We love to hear from you. Bye, Key. Bye, Dave. Bye, Matt. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye, Dave. See you next time, guys. Bye, Bye everyone. Bye.